Welcome to the Mindful Soul Center podcast. My name is Amy Adams. I'm your host and the producer of this podcast. Hello and welcome. Today, I am going to share some suggestions for challenging times for every morning and every day. So maybe during this time, you might feel frustrated or anxious And so you can maybe even get annoyed at some of my suggestions, but I'm going to give them to you anyway. So the first one is for every morning when you wake up, wake up with intention and wake up and be amazing. Even if it means that you have to stay at home, how can you be amazing? So when you wake up each morning, preferably without an alarm, um, Try to wake up at the same time every day. It's a really good habit and can create some kind of structure and discipline in your life. And if you need an alarm to wake up, eventually you will be able to do this all without having any kind of alarm at all. And you can train your mind to wake up at the same time every day. And some ways to do this is to simply program your mind. So before you go to sleep at night, say, I will wake up at X time. And then set your alarm, if you still don't trust yourself, to maybe five minutes after that time. And then see if you actually wake up at that time. Do this every single day. And eventually your brain will register that and you will wake up at that time. So wake up with intention every morning without an alarm if you can. And if you have to use an alarm, choose a pleasant sound for it. And then smile. So as you wake up, think of one thing you are grateful for today. Then smile. Stretch your whole body, extending your arms, stretching them above your head and flexing your feet if you're lying down or you can hop out of bed and then stretch and smile. Gently rub your dear dog's belly and give them a kiss and smile. Or if you have children, allow them to rest peacefully for a few more minutes. I'm going to talk about bodily functions. Pee, fart, poop, whatever it is you naturally do in the morning. You wash your hands and brush your teeth. Smile. But the reason why I've got you into the bathroom is because usually there's a mirror above the sink. So I want you to first put on the cold water, splash your face with a lot of it. Just really get in there. Throw it all on your face and wake yourself and then smile. Look in the mirror, and yes, you guessed it, smile. Just look, look into your own eyes and laugh. Force it if you need to. Then maybe you will see how silly it is and how silly you can be and laugh some more and smile. Next, get to your day and don't forget to smile some more. If you do this practice, 
each day, even when you feel cranky, it can really change how you feel. Now, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have challenges. Probably we'll be able to face them with a little more. It just might be a bit easier. Now, the next part of my mission statement for today for everyone (laughs) is for every day you can think about things differently and every day you can practice gratitude. So practicing gratitude can have a profound effect on your life. And sometimes we forget how powerful it is as a practice because frustration, fear, and anxiety are in our lives and they will happen periodically. But when you practice gratitude, there will be more room for joy, peace, and calm in your life. It's a byproduct of the practice. So for example, When you're at the grocery store buying your necessary supplies to hunker down at home and something you wanted isn't available, turn your frown upside down. I know that's so cliche and so silly. You know, you tell kids that, turn your frown upside down. Look for a substitute. Choose happiness. (laughs) Choose to view something just because something isn't available and you really wanted it. Look for a substitute. If there is no substitute and you really, really need something, and right now there's a lot of things that are unavailable for a variety of reasons, reach out to others to help you acquire that thing. Maybe there is a neighbor or a family member who has that thing and will share with you. Be grateful for what is available and be grateful that the people who are working at the store and serving you be grateful for them and don't forget to say thank you for those people that help you or check out your order but when you say thank you seriously be present look at the person who is serving you and even if they are tired and cranky say thank you with meaning be sincere Now, to the nitty-gritty, if you are facing challenges, which many people are right now, and real-life problems, they are still happening, we can think about the situation or problem and give thanks for the experience. You can ask yourself how this experience is informing you. How is it allowing you to grow? If it is triggering you and your emotions are feeling out of control, Take the time to look at that and look inward and work on you. Now I'm just going to share a little story about a recent experience of mine and how gratitude and the inner work from all of this kind of worked out for me. So a short time ago, I was hampered by a serious injury and was challenged by it. I had to rely on other people to do things for me and the physical pain was difficult. It wasn't fun. Painkillers didn't even really take the pain away. And I really had to work on my whole state of being. And I listened to some mantras to help me because those often uh, allow me to immerse myself into sound and, uh, and uh, it does alleviate pain for me. 
But I was unable to during this time and forbidden by the doctors to climb stairs and had to miss out on a closing ceremony for a teacher training that I had attended. It was very, very painful for me to hear my colleagues laughing and sharing stories and I couldn't hear their words. They were a couple of flights up from where I was. I was on the ground level and I was really troubled and frustrated by this. And childhood wounds of feeling excluded came to mind. I mean, I was the youngest child, so maybe if you're an older child, maybe you didn't have this experience. But when you're a younger child and there's an age difference between your siblings, the older kids don't want to play with the younger kids. This brought up those kinds of things. I mean, were they rational? No. Are they illogical? Probably. But... It's still, it's feelings of pain from the past that kind of got triggered and feeling excluded. But that wasn't the only thing. I mean, really, there was a lot of fear around the idea that perhaps my injury would radically change my life permanently and my ability to care for myself. So was it permanent? No. I did heal over a period of time. And the reason why is because I had a lot of support from friends I felt the love and the help from others. But the first day in the hospital, when the doctor told me that there was a possibility that this could be uh, something that could reoccur or continue to occur during my life, the tears started to flow. I mean, my mind went to scenarios and thoughts of non-existent futures, things that haven't happened yet. And that's when I decided to do two things. So once I kind of let it all out and let my feelings flow, that's when I decided to do two things. The first was to be present and observe everything around me. That allowed me, that allowed me to be in the experience and to see the beauty in the details. Some observations include noticing the inner light and genuine concern that radiated from strangers who chose to help others as their occupation. The reflection in the tiles of the people passing by as I was traveling on the gurney to the x-ray room or to the doctor's office for results, giving me a new perspective. The MRI tech who stayed in the room with me to allay my fears allowed me to know more about the people and culture of the country through conversation. And that was the same for some nurses as well. So being present allowed me to find the second thing, and that was to find meaning and gratitude in the experience itself. The lesson was there, and this certainly was not easy. I can tell you that. I mean, it's a real struggle sometimes to fight ourselves to overcome this. But I had to dig deep. And in the end, I was appreciative for the lesson and even more grateful that I had the experience of a lifetime. Dig deep and uncover the obscure gem. Bring it to the surface and be grateful for it. So, on that note, I'm going to first read you a quote from the Dalai Lama, and then I have a few practical suggestions to help you practice gratitude daily. So, first, the Dalai Lama says, Every day, think as you wake up. Today, 
I am fortunate to be alive. I have a precious human life. I am not going to waste it. I am going to use all my energies to develop myself, to expand my heart out to others, to achieve enlightenment for the benefit of all beings. I am going to have kind thoughts towards others, not going to get angry or think badly about others. I am going to benefit others as much as I can. So that's the end of his quote. And the thing is, we're all not the Dalai Lama. And it's really hard sometimes. So here are the practical suggestions to help you practice gratitude daily. Have a morning gratitude session or make a gratitude list. You know that saying, don't get mad, get even? Well, you can shift your perspective and don't get mad, get grateful. When you face your challenge, be grateful for it which really means you are accepting what is in the now. When you suffer a loss, be grateful for the life you still have right now. Choose happiness. It is a choice. And finally, my other suggestion, which is loaded with tons of ways that you can experience and practice gratitude, is you can read my book, Gratitude Schmatitude, Don't Just Think It, Do It. That is available on Amazon as a ebook, and it's also available as a paperback edition. When you practice gratitude, take a moment to bask in the feelings of peace and joy that it brings to you. This is the most important part about actually the practice because you can think of something and be grateful for it, but then the thought can just flitter away. What you need to do is actually pause for a moment. So if you're feeling grateful for something like, I have a roof over my head, then sit with it for a moment. I have a roof over my head. I am so grateful that I am protected from storms that I have a place to stay warm and kind of expand upon what that thing is that you're grateful for and really bask in the feelings of peace and joy that it brings to you. If you are so distressed that you are finding it difficult to practice gratitude, maybe things have been really um, difficult and I mean, I, I did have a period of time where I was just worn down, exhausted, and tired, and I didn't really feel grateful for what was in my life because my life had changed radically. But then I remembered that gratitude was something that no one could take away from me, that I could experience joy in everything that was even things that weren't exactly like the greatest circumstances. So if you're feeling so distressed and you find it difficult to practice gratitude, simply start small. That's it. I hope these tips have helped you. We will have um, a new interview with Hillis Pugh coming up in the next uh, few days. I'm really excited to share it with you. It's just been a little bit crazy. The new um, magazine is coming out for the flipbook. will be up on the website in a couple of days. 
uh, before the new month starts. And for paid subscribers, you can read it online in the app right now. I am so grateful for you uh, being here and listening to this podcast. And if you like it, please share it with your friends. Please tell other people about it and leave a review. Music in this production includes God Fury by Anno Domini Beats, Birds by Silent Partner, and Cast of Pods by Doug Maxwell. Until next time. Namaste. Namaste.